Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, it is I Love Women Bank back with another instalment of the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. Game one, guys. Game one is in the books. The season is upon us. No more preseason. No more carry on bringing players in, sending them out. Well, for now, we got to see Stan Van Gundy lead the Pelicans. To a victory. Spoilers alert. I probably left that too long. Big win. Big win for the Pels. And we're away. You know, we were sceptical going in. As we talked with a few people. The uh, schedule was tough. We beat the Raptors. Who are, I don't know, probably one of the better teams in the East. Look at us go now. Look at us go. Before I get ahead of myself, of course... You can follow me on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank on yeah, on your Twitter cast, I guess. And uh, at Hootball Pels is the show. Go and give those a like and a tweet and a whatever you want to do. Whatever you kids do these days on the Twitter, make sure you go and do that. Uh, also, like and subscribe to the show. If you've got an Apple uh, device, go and give us a review and give us a follow and a subscribe. It all helps. Uh, yeah, we love you for that. So... Big show today. We're going to be breaking down the Raptors game. We're only, what, probably a couple of hours after it finished. Um, Great result. Great result. But before we get into me breaking it all down, I'll just plug out sponsors. Of course, Manscaped.com. They're all over it, as always. Make sure you head over there. Use Hoopball20. We'll give you 20% off and free shipping, as we know. Look after yourselves. You want to have a shave. You want to have a bit of a moisturize. Go and get all of that good stuff from over there. They're uh, the best in the business, so go and sort yourselves out. Uh, in addition, our good friends at my bookie. you're going to do some betting, go over there and sign up. Tell them Hoopball sent you by putting Hoopball in at sign up, and no doubt they'll look after you. So go and check them out. They've got plenty of specials running, especially over the Christmas period. No doubt they'll uh, be looking after you all. So, very good. The final thing, of course, I have to plug is the hoop-ball.com fantasy pass. Head over there and sign up. It's not too late. Your drafts have probably happened now, but you know, you still got the Brewski 150, so you can see the rises, the fallers. You can see, use all the tools over there as well. They're going to help you get an edge over all the competition. You've also got the DFS pass, which is included in that, so you can do all your daily fantasy, win a bit of cash if you do a bit of that, uh, as well as wager passes in there. Guys, it's, it's too good to pass up, so make sure you go and sign up with that as well. Uh, that'll be fantastic. And 
you will not regret it. There's the Discord server as well now, so you want to chat to some of the Hootball pros uh, live and on demand, uh, you can uh, you can jump over there and do that as well. So sign up, Fantasy Pass, I think it's still $4.99 a month. You're only locked in, I think, for six months, so if you get sick of it by the end of the season, well, just unsubscribe and you haven't really lost anything. So go and do that. We thank you for it. That's what makes all of this happen. So... Without further ado, we're going to get into it. I've got all of that out of the way. We're going to talk about why the Raptors fell to the Pelicans. Is it number one because Pelicans are the greatest team and no doubt are going to go on and win a championship? No, I'm going to keep a lid on it. I don't want to put the, the, the mocker on them too early. It could be, number two, that we just played great defense... Great offense, and the Raptors just weren't there. Well, perhaps it was that as well, but honestly, I think it was just a good team effort. You know, we didn't particularly do anything too well, but we moved the ball, we were unselfish, and and that's something I think we struggled a little bit last year. It was, all right, we're going to do a trailing three. If JJ's not there, then we just won't. We'll just hold it up. Whereas this year... That extra pass is there. And if we keep that going, we're going to scare some teams. You know, we caught the Tampa Bay, sorry, the um, the Toronto Raptors off guard. And it was all based on the second half. The first half, we weren't great. I mean, the, the first half, we came out of the gates, turned the ball over a lot as we did. Um, you know, it's opening night. Guys are still trying to figure things out. The rotation's a little bit different. We're not going... 15 men deep. We only went, I think, eight or so, which um, which I'm not mad about. I think that is a good amount of people. Um, you know, the guys that played, so we went 10 deep, and I think that was purely because we had um, a little bit of a lead, and, and of course, if you're up, you're going to play a few of the young guys, give them a little bit of a burn, but it wasn't anything substantial, uh, which would make you think that um, they'd be part of the rotation every night, especially in close games. And those guys that really didn't get too many minutes was Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, so they're going to have to earn it. And whether or not that comes by way of injury, so they get the way in, or in touch wood it doesn't, or they just show that improvement and earn their minutes when when they do get their chance. That's the main thing. So it'll be interesting to see. So Stan Van Gundy had... uh, said that that was going to be the case. He was going to go a bit of a smaller lineup. He said he trusts about 10 of the guys. No doubt he trusts the whole team, but um, in terms of the rotation he wants to run, he, he trusts up to about 10 guys, and that was what we, we really saw. In the first half, and that's where we'll start, I suppose it's the start of the game. You know, we our starters were B.I., Zion, Stephen Adams, Bledsoe, Lonzo Ball, uh, which... I don't think surprises anyone. That was pretty much set in stone going in. Uh, and then JJ Redick, Josh Hart, Nicola Melli were the other uh, guys that really did something off the bench and got significant minutes. Um, the first half, you know, BI was quiet. Uh, it really was the new guys, Bledsoe and Stephen Adams, who had to lead the charge. One thing we talked about in, in coming into this season, uh, I suppose in the off-season uh 
episodes is that Stephen Adams is a massive man. He's a massive body and gives a lot of space. And we saw so much of that. He does these handoffs where the defender just cannot stick with the trailing guy. And it's not because he's setting a good screen or anything like that. He's just massive. And if he just uses his body and he does it so smart that he's just turning around to hand the ball off to whether it's B.I. or, or J.J., Eric Bledsoe, Lonzo coming off those screens as well, it's invaluable. It's one of those things that you can't teach big and you can't teach strong. You can learn it and you can try. You, you can't, well, you can't make yourself seven foot one, I guess. You can't make yourself a seven foot one uh, brick uh, outhouse is the word I'll use. He's a monster. And, you know, his eight rebounds, eight points, three assists, 31 minutes. It may not seem like much, but it was all of his stuff that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. So getting in the way, causing a, a presence. You know, guys had to go and try to box him out, but he's wrestling with them. So their best rebounders are going across. He also had a couple of offensive rebounds, which if the ball's uh, pinballing around and he managed to get hold of it, there was there was one where he just absolutely slammed it in. You know, I'll talk about Stephen Adams till the cow comes home. The, the cows come home. You know, he is an absolute monster. Another guy that started pretty slick, Lonzo Ball. They talked about and Antonio Daniels and, uh, and Joel Myers were, were great on the call. I watched the Pelicans away uh, call on the uh, on the league pass, and he um, they said that Stan Van Gundy had told him. Be more aggressive. Score the ball. We know you can pass, but go and score it. And when your coach gives you that sort of confidence and says, if you've got the shot, go and take it and then make it, well, you can't be too mad about that. And honestly, he he played quite well. I thought uh, Lonzo was pretty damn good. And especially with all the criticism and the light that he cops, and we've talked about it, he's a polarizing player. I thought, good on you, step up, young bloke, and and go and... uh, Earn your keep. Go and earn your money. You've bet yourself in. And that's something we're going to have to segue into because uh, we'll be talking about that. You know, he's backed his himself in and he's given himself the, uh, I suppose, the BI uh, attempt. And, you know, Brandon Ingram didn't sign an extension. What I'm alluding to is that uh, on, I think it was Monday, uh, we had the extension deadline. So Josh Hart and Lonzo Ball were both eligible for extensions. Um, otherwise, if they didn't reach one by close of business then, or midnight or whatever it was, um, end of day, they then would become restricted free agents at the end of the year. Uh, neither of the guys resulted in a deal, unfortunately. You know, I think Lonzo's was always going to be the case that he was probably going to back himself in. I think he believes he's worth more, and having a look around the league at some of the deals that were given uh, for guys that... I don't rate as highly as either Josh Hart or um, or Lonzo. You know, they uh, they probably did the right thing. You know, I think Josh Hart was looking around that $60 million, But then you see guys like Kuzma got a little bit more. And, um, well, I think Josh Hart has shown a bit more. So um, I think it's a good idea to, to back yourself in. But um, anyway, I digress. At the end of the year, we're going to be looking at the same sort of situation um, that we had with B.I., these guys, if we want them, they're not going anywhere. Someone's going to throw money at them because all the good free agents are getting towed up. Uh, they're already getting extended. You know, Rudy Gobert, massive $205 million deal. Uh, Supermax, a few guys like that. Giannis re-signing. You know, these key free agents uh, are off the board. So these next level guys are going to be um, going to be the ones that are targeted. But anyway, I digress. That's enough. 
we'll go back to the game. So we saw that first quarter. We turned the ball over a lot. Um, there was a really nice pass, though, and, and Jackson Hayes got a, a little bit of an early minute, um, early appearance in the game, sorry, in, in the early minutes. Uh, right towards the end of the quarter, there was JJ drove in. He dumped it off to Jackson Hayes, who went looked like he was going to jump up and dunk it through contact, but instead dumped it off to Zion, and Zion jammed it in. And it was one of the things that you love to see from a young guy, that connection, well, from both young guys, you know, making that extra pass, selflessness. You know, we know Jackson Hayes wants to posterize every single bloke that gets in his way, but it just wasn't the right uh, time, and it wasn't the right, uh, I suppose, attitude to have in that situation. And, and he made the right play, and all of a sudden Zion takes a uh, easy dunk, and we're back into it. You know, I thought that was fantastic hustling. Eric Bledsoe is an absolute pest. You know, he runs around uh, every time there's a ball that might be a little bit too loopy or or a dribble that's a little bit too loose. His hand's in there and he's diving on it and he's intercepting. And honestly, what a great pickup when you've got a hustle guy like that. You know, he's second team all defense for a reason. Um, whether or not he disappears in the playoffs, well, everyone can break that uh, that stigma. You know, you give a dog a bad name, then he's a dog with a bad name forever. So... He has every opportunity to get us to the playoffs. And I'm, maybe I'm, I'm over-exaggerating, extrapolating things from uh, from the one game. But if we get there and he turns it on, well, all of a sudden, is he disappearing in playoffs? Who knows? Maybe his stigma is a little bit harsh. You know, guys, uh, they're just doing their best. So anyway, uh, the issue in the first quarter was four turnovers. We ended up with, I think... 26 or something for the night, which is just too many. Um, yeah, you know, 24 turnovers to the Raptors, 20. Uh, so no one really took care of the ball. It was the points off turnovers that were pretty annoying in that, uh, you know, Raptors outscored us by six or so on that as well. They're easy buckets. You're turning the ball over, that's just uh, just an absolute pain. Uh, the end of the first quarter was 26 to 23 Raptors up. Um, by two or three minutes into the second quarter, we had eight turnovers. Um, you know, another four in the first three minutes of the second quarter. I've scrolled down on my notes. So many bleep turnovers. It was so frustrating to watch uh, that these guys just not taking care of the ball. And it was silly things like overpassing or, or be, not taking care of the basket, using it before you've got it, um, you know, resulting in the ball going out of bounds or taking a charge, just being out of control. Um, you know, one thing I did like was a Stephen Adams interception. At one point, he, uh, he read it quite well. And instead of just meandering up or delegating to a guard, he decided to push it. And when your center gets up the court and starts moving... Everyone else is then forced to. He then kicked it out to, I think, JJ, who splashed it. And you love to see things like that. You absolutely love to see it when your big man's willing to get out and run. And that comes down to conditioning and the professionalism. You know, he's he's turned down playing for his country a few times so that he could work on his craft when he was with the Thunder. And that mentality that it's the team first, this is the team he wants to play for, and he's willing to uh, work hard on both ends, well, he's all right by me. But anyway, end of the... Second quarter at half time, we had uh, 50 to 57. The Raptors are still up. We kept turning the ball over, as we know. Um, 
hit the third quarter and uh, no doubt Stan got into them and said, let's sort this out. Um, probably in a bit more colourful language than uh, than I'm using, but we end up going on a 10-0 run. So whatever he said worked. Uh, pulls us right back to 66-69 to uh, midway through the third, which you're happy with, you know, Again, B.I. turned it on. He was very, very good in that third quarter, and uh, he uh, had a great game. You know, he flirted with a with a triple-double. Uh, he ended up with uh, 24 points, 11 assists, and 9 rebounds. And um, we'll get to it, but there was a, a situation where he nearly got it, but uh, someone ruined the parade, which was a pain. Uh, Zion, another notable guy, 15 and 10, 3 assists. Um Bledsoe, 18, 6 assists, 2 rebounds. Even Lonzo Ball, 16, 2 assists, 5 rebounds. JJ Redick, 23 off the bench. And JJ in that last quarter really turned it on. He was hitting everything. Probably the second half, really. Um, there was a 4-point play where he clearly got fouled and knocked it down. Uh, there was other situation where he should have been. Uh, B.I. copped the same at the end of the third quarter. You know, he s- stepped into a 3, knocked it down, and the bloke clearly hit him on the elbow. But uh, the umpires weren't giving us anything, unfortunately. Now, heading into the last quarter, B.I. was at 17 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. Um, and so he was uh, he was looking really good. You know, we know spoilers already said. But um, like I said, J.J. turned it on. Um, 24 turnovers is just going to kill you, though. It's too many. It's too many, and that's something we're really going to have to work on. Final score, we did well. Uh, pretty much had him, had it in control uh, maybe halfway through the fourth quarter, I guess. It was 113 to 99. Uh, really got hold of him in the end, and um, very impressed. You know, good to lock down the first game of the season. All of these away games, you've just got to, you've got to get hold of. The more you can win away, the easier it is to win it at home because you bring that confidence back in, you know, in front of your own court or on your own court in familiar um, circumstances, sleeping in your own bed, hopefully that um, means that uh, we play better, and typically it does, but um, you can steal a couple away, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good. Uh, So overall, first half average, second half good. There's, of course, going to be some nerves. You know, they're turning the ball over. This is the first um, first game of the season. Uh, those careless turnovers, I think a lot of them are caused by nerves. And both teams were struggling to handle the ball at times. You know, like I said, 20 turnovers for the Raptors as well. First game of the season with the shortest preseason of all time. Or off-season of, of all time in American sports history. So, what do we expect? We're going to see a bit of rust. We saw a bit of that. But then we also saw a couple of guys that just absolutely stepped up and, and played really well. So, not at all mad about any of that. Um, I thought, thought there was some really good uh, highlights, some really, and then some really average lights as well. Down lights, low lights, I guess. Um, you know, things like missing free throws. We left a lot on the board. Uh, you, you can't do that. You can't be leaving uh, free throws. We shot 10 of 20. You know, you left 10 points. It could have been 123 to 99. But instead, you shoot 50% from the line and, and all of a sudden, um, you're struggling. Then you add that 24 turnovers against teams that are on that we're not going to get away with that. It's just not going to happen. So, really need to lock into that. I loved the rebounding. We won by 10 with the rebounds. We had 8 offensive rebounds. Um, 
not bad at all. The biggest low light for me was B.I. not getting the uh, the triple-double. He was flirted with his first career triple-double. He had a career high in assists with 11. Um, there was about 53 seconds left, and they'd just come out of a timeout, and the, and the Pelicans were on the same page. I said, look, we're going to get B.I. a rebound. And um, everyone, the ball went up, and it was short, and everyone boxed out. B.I. leaps for it, and Chris Boucher from Raptors jumped in and did an offensive rebound and just laid it back in. And it's like, are you not, did you not get the memo, mate? Like, this is a triple-double here. Obviously, he wanted to get his two points, but the game was pretty much over by then. And uh, he's obviously trying to fight for some minutes behind Aaron Baines, another good Australian slash Kiwi, depending who you ask. Um, yeah, frustrating. And then, basically, that was the, the last uh, last hurrah. He didn't really get another chance to, to grab a, a rebound uh, to get that triple-double, which I'm sure... There was a few fantasy pundits out there who were who were upset, but um, otherwise, you know, great game. He said, at the end of the day, it's it's team first. That's what happens. Um, he, he joked and said that he told one of his teammates to just throw it against the backboard so he could get a rebound. But um, you know, at the end of the day, that's uh, that's life. He'll get another one next game. So, but the key takeaway from that is that he was passing and he was doing good passes as well as crashing the boards. You know, team rebounding is so important. You, you win by 10 rebounds. You know, you've got B.I. with 9, Zion with 10, Adams with 8, Bledsoe had a couple, Lonzo had 5, Reddick had 3, Hart had 5, Melly had 2, and even Nikhil had 1. Everyone was looking at securing that rebound. Whether it was on the offensive end or the defensive, they went after it and they secured the rock. Earlier on in this year, when I was re-watching the games last year, at the start of last year, the most frustrating thing was this lack of defensive rebounding and just not securing the rock to finish the defensive possession. Today, they did that. That's a tick for me. You know, we do more of that. Then you can go and do your own uh, your own defense, your own offense from there. So very, 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 say that a lot, uh, excited with that. So good. Keep doing that. And, and no doubt Stan has been uh, hammering them with that. But uh, overall... A good 113 to 100 and, oh, sorry, to 99 win. Victory for the Pels. Very happy. Next game is against the Miami Heat on Christmas. So gear up for that. Uh, that's Boxing Day for me. So perhaps we'll be able to get a podcast out straight away. And maybe you can sit around your uh, Christmas table listening to a my Australian drawl as we discuss another Pels victory, but we'll see what happens. It's on at 1am my time, so I'll probably be watching it on delay, but no doubt uh, we'll be enjoying it anyway. And then the Saints play after that, so big day of New Orleans sport. I think I'm going to leave it at that. Good win by the Pels. Let's, we should keep a lid on it. We'll see how we go. We'll try our best. As always, head over to hoop-ball.com for all of your information all your basketball knowledge. There's heaps of other podcasts as well. Go and follow them. I'm going to leave you with that. Merry Christmas. Go Pels. I'm Lyle Swithenbank. This is Hoopball Pels. This is a Pelican scoop. At Hoopball Pels on Twitter. At Lyle Swithenbank. I'll leave you with that. Bye for now. Merry Christmas, y'all.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.